podcast where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I am Tyler Chisholm. And I am producer Henry J. Thanks for joining us on episode number 122, which is brought to you by Milltown Credit Union. Going strong since 1939, join us as we celebrate 80 years in business. From Visa cards to checking accounts, Milltown Credit Union is your one stop for all your financial needs. Visit us at milltowncu.org or stop by at 3102 Broadway here in Everett. On today's episode, we're going to share events from the weekly goodness. We're going to chat about the new rules for food trucks in Everett. And then we're going to play five fast favorites with Rich Hazard from 17,000 Solutions. Let's jump in. So we're going to talk about our lives in Everett today and new food truck rule revisions, which uh, the two of you know a lot about food trucks. The festival's, as of this recording, 12 days away. Um, excited? Nervous? First of all, food truck festival stuff? Both. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost here. It's uh, very exciting and uh, I'm also definitely looking forward to... Uh, having it be all done with because it's a lot of work <laughs> you sound thrilled yeah. um, <laughs> we're recording this at the end of a very long day so the reason why i i feel for the food truck festival is because it's kind of hard to get food trucks into everett all of the time there needs to be a festival they need to be in certain places like they have them down at the waterfront and they're never really in downtown itself because of some older rules but the city council has been taking a look at those and uh, kind of rewriting them a little bit so we can have more food trucks uh, accessible here in downtown. And then I reached out to, now I feel like we're best friends because we text now. Uh, <laughs> Dan Ernesty from the city of Everett, he wrote a very long and thorough uh, and delicious email back to us kind of highlighting some delicious. of Delicious. Yeah, because it's about food trucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Highlighting some of uh, the changes to the food truck uh, rules, I guess. So I don't know who wants to take take this first and talk about this, this, this world I don't really know too much about. So, yeah, I wasn't very familiar with the, uh, different ordinances and, and whatnot. I, I saw some chatter on Facebook recently that these, uh, new proposed changes were approved and I thought, Oh, that sounds cool. And so, yeah, I was real interested to learn more about this. So, uh, maybe I'll just share kind of a few of the, uh, bullet points of some of the changes that are happening. Uh, so kind of the proposed uh, things that the Everett City Council has been discussing that uh, have now been approved uh, are eliminate any special business license requirement uh, for food trucks. Uh, the current requirements require fingerprinting, providing photos, and an FBI check. Uh, the licensing will be kept for moving vendors such as ice cream trucks. And This is an interesting one that food trucks basically got roped in with ice cream trucks, you know, and it makes sense why like an ice cream truck would need a, you'd want them to have a background check and be fingerprinted because they're like kidnap mobiles, right, you know, exactly. potentially. So yeah, food trucks were sort of classified the same as ice cream trucks. And, um, it, later on in the email, he mentions, you know, they still have to have like a city business license and be cleared with the health department, fire inspections, those sorts of things. But essentially just making the licensing a lot easier though. Uh, and then also uh, reducing the distance food trucks can park from a permanent eating establishment. 
currently food trucks must be 250 feet from the property of a permanent eating establishment. The change requires that they be a minimum of 50 feet from the front door of a permanent eating establishment, unless the food truck has written permission from the establishment uh, to be directly in front of the door. So going from 250 feet down to 50 feet uh, from another permanent eating establishment will make it much easier for trucks to, uh, you know, find places where they're allowed to park at and give us more options for Mm -hmm. places to eat downtown, which I'm really looking forward to for sure. And then, uh, eliminate the protection zone around the angel of the winds arena. Um, I don't know all the details about that. I know later on in the email, he does mention about having the trucks a block away from the arena. Um, and I, I guess kind of the fear is, with having these trucks around is that, you know, whether it's the angel of the winds arena or other establishments that sell food. Um, I don't think they want competitors, you know, just pulling up and parking out front totally. and stealing their business. Away. I mean, it's sort of like when you go to a Mariners game and you like load up on all the food as you walk into the game, you're less likely to buy a hot dog. If you just bought one right outside on your way in. Right. Yeah. Especially if it's cheaper. Totally. Which if you're just on a, you know, in, in a food truck, you very well may be able to have lower costs than the person who's, you know, having to pay big bucks to be in the arena, totally. or in a, you know, a nice brick and mortar space. Uh, and then the fourth bullet point uh, is allow more administrative changes to better adjust the food truck temporary right of way permitting process. Uh, let's see. Food trucks will still need to comply with similar regulations as brick and mortar establishments, uh, such as maintaining a general city business license uh, and some of those things I, I just mentioned a, a few minutes ago. Um, but yeah, so those are some of the changes um, that the city council uh, was discussing uh, in recent weeks and uh, recently approved uh, for those changes to happen. So things should be getting easier for uh, food trucks around here. Very excited for it. Um, I told my best friend, Dan, that there's a whole... <laughs> there's a whole you know, music scene that just lives off of Taco Bell and Jack in the Box because that's the only thing that we can get really late at night. So hopefully some of these food trucks stay open late on the weekends so we can fill our bellies uh, while we're at shows or theater or whatever. I feel like downtown is so vibrant now that this has been a long time coming. Yeah. Dan did ask for two other things in his email, specifically for Live in Everett listeners. That if Live and Everett listeners have any comments about truck placement, like where they could possibly go downtown for either lunch or dinner or whatever, you can email him directly with those. And his email... He actually asked for um, the for truck recommendations for people to contact the Washington State Food Truck Association. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, Thanks for clarifying that. If you want to email Dan Ernesty at the City of Everett, you can email him at D E E. R N I S S E E at everettwa.gov. Someone's like at E B E. Someone's like driving down the road right now, like trying to write this down, like causing an accident. Dan D Ernesty at everettwa.gov. Or if you want to email the Washington Food Truck Association with food truck recommendations, you can email Lori Johnson over there at Lori J at wafoodtrucks.org. So yeah, now's the time to have her voices heard about where we want these food trucks, what we want these food trucks to be. I would love a Sabrett's hot dog stand. 
Sabrett's hot dog. Sabrett's is the official hot dog of New York City. Um, and the quote unquote dirty water hot dog carts, that's what you get. It's a Sabrett's hot dog. Hmm. So hot dogs are disgusting. They are, but they sure do taste good after a beer or five or something. <laughs> so there's nothing like a hot dog. I can't believe people eat tube meat like that. It's so gross. Yeah, it is interesting that it sounds like they'll have that they're working on finding like designated parking areas for the food trucks. So it'd be um, pods basically like what they have in Portland. Right. They have like a whole street. Yeah. yeah. A couple of different sections in Portland that are all food truck. Yeah. I wasn't sure if they meant, um, like a pod where a bunch of trucks could park next to each other. Or if it'd be space for like, you know, one truck on this block, one truck over here on this block. Um, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. And I don't even know if they know that yet. It sounds like they might still be kind of ironing out, uh, some of those details. Um, and then, yeah, the Washington State Food Truck Association sounds like they're planning to contract with them to help kind of manage the trucks and bring them in. And so it sounds like they're trying to make it pretty organized. Like I, I assumed it was just going to be, hey, we're making the regulations easier and more approachable. So trucks will just start coming. We'll just make it a more attractive space. What I think would be really cool with food trucks is like around dinner time up in the neighborhood specifically. Like I'm thinking about my neighborhood and Drew Nielsen Park up there by the hospital. Imagine a food truck pod that's like a couple nights a week where two or three food trucks show up and it's like the neighborhood. I take that back. There really wouldn't be enough business to to um, make it worthwhile for two to three food trucks, but probably a food truck pulls up. Got the hospital staff that would probably want to eat there. Got the people in the neighborhood. Maybe the kids from the college would come down, but it would activate that park. Like I would love to go and have dinner with my neighbors in Drew Nelson Park in the spring or summer. Yeah, that's true. There's probably a lot of different parks at like different times of year, you know, like I could see, uh, like even Grand Avenue park, you know, like before sunset, it'd be kind of cool to like have a food truck there. You grab some food, sit and watch the sunset, totally. or, um, you know, Howarth park or Silver Lake park, like in the summers or yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of, uh, places I could see food trucks popping up that could be pretty neat. Totally. And if you're in North Everett up there by like Legion Park or Grand Avenue Park, you can definitely draw people from, I think, Marysville too. Like I think the drive is like you drive from Marysville into Everett to mm-hmm. watch the sunset and get some food truck grub. And one, one thing we do know from the food truck festival is food trucks are still really like novel and new in Snohomish County. And a lot of people are interested in, and will wait in line for a long time to eat at a food truck. Yeah, people dig them, and yeah, you just don't see many of them around here. Totally. Okay, that's it for Life in Everett. How is your life in Everett? Drop us a line through social media or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. So let's take a look at some events happening around Everett in the Weekly Goodness, a weekly email newsletter we send out every single Monday. So, uh, Henry, why don't you kick us off with your event pick of the week? Well, the event pick of the week that I picked out is the one that I will be uh, a part of, I guess. I will keep your ghost, Eastern Souvenirs, and the world's greatest band, Oliver Elf Army, at Black Lab Gallery. Um, It's going to be a very, very cool night. We are playing, if you're an Oliver Elf Army fan, half of our set will be brand new songs, and we are playing the song Booty Warrior. For the last time ever. Oh, you're retiring Booty Warrior, You're huh? retiring Booty Warrior. Gotcha. Why is that? Uh, Mary hates playing it. 
<laughs> Simple that's, as that. Huh? That's, that's so it. She, she struck yeah. a deal with it's, the band. You know, it's it's kind of like our uh, our free bird, I guess. Is that everybody wants to hear it? And um, I don't know. Mary and Martin are just kind of over it. They don't want to. So play you're it saying that because all of your fans love one of your songs and want to hear it all the time, your decision is to never play it again. That's, yes, that's not why she said she didn't like it though. She just said she doesn't like playing. She doesn't it. like playing the oh, song. Okay. It's, okay. Yeah, it's boring. Okay. And it's old. It's an old song. So, and we we're, you know, coming out with all this new stuff and we're going to start recording very soon. And, um, so yeah, we're just kind of, we're okay. going to play it for the last time, but who knows if you yell it out at a show one day, we might play it again, but <laughs> for now it's supposed <laughs> to be the hours. last time. So that's going to be Friday, um, at 8 PM. That's an awesome show. It's going to be really cool. And if you're not doing anything tonight, I will be DJing at the fourth annual Aquasox Brewfest at Funko Field at 5.30 p.m. Uh, the game's at 7.05. You can get a ticket. You can go drink a bunch of beer from local breweries, and you can listen to my eclectic mix of Yacht Rock and uh, Future Funk. The dads really love it. Do you, you have get- a special DJ name for this one? No, just Henry J. Just Henry J. Okay. Go yeah, I'm going to try and make it to that. I went... I don't know if it was last year, a couple of years ago, when we did that Living Ever TV there, and it was yeah. fun. It was a, it was a cool, cool excuse to go to an Aqua Sox game. So I'm gonna try and make it out. Do you know if kids are allowed? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a baseball game. Well, yeah, but like in the like the <laughs> beer. I don't know. I I mean, you might be okay since you have like a a little baby, but mm, yeah. I'm not really too sure. I have no I'll idea. I'll just wear my big coat. Yeah, yeah. Smuggle yeah, in your baby coat. <laughs> or just I'll double check. There's gonna be tons of people there. You can just leave her with a stranger to watch her or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. that sounds like a good plan. Like they did in the old days. <laughs> Here, watch my kid. So yeah, I shouldn't say it's probably 21 plus to be honest with you. Yeah, so. I'll uh, I'll I'll look it up and check it out but yeah i want to try and make it that's always a fun one yeah how about you tyler what's your event pick of the week fresh pee you know it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) might want to be more a little more specific oh okay uh fresh paint at port of everett marina Uh, one of my favorite events of the year for a few reasons one i love uh local art and I love what the heck was that noise? Did somebody know. just think, shoot a laser out of our door? I think a spaceship just <laughs> flew by <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> in the hallway. Okay. But fresh paint. I love local art. I love the Everett Marina, and it combines both of those. So this is the Shack's annual event, uh, fresh paint. So it's artists working all along the boardwalk of the Everett Marina, and uh, you know I'm still furnishing my house three years later, and I do need some more local art. So I plan to make a couple purchases. It's Saturday and Sunday. Starts at 10 a.m. Goes till 5. It's free and kid-friendly. Nice. And this Thursday, tomorrow, uh, Thursday at 10 a.m., Casper Baby Pants is coming back to Everett. He'll be at Thornton A. Sullivan Park uh, doing a free show. You can bring a picnic and, uh, yeah, taking the concert, which if you're not familiar with Casper Baby Pants... He uh, was formerly with the Presidents of the United States of America, the front man from that band. Now he does kids' music, which, like, I really like it because it is kids' music, but it's not, like, it's also just kind of normal-sounding. Like, you would hear a lot of the songs, and you wouldn't even necessarily know right away that it was, like, a kid's song. Yeah, it's pretty, he doesn't dumb it down. Yeah, it's, it's a nice, you know, for me, becoming a recent parent, I feel like it's a nice introduction into kids' music. 
And uh, so, yeah, that's at uh, Thornton A. Sullivan Park, uh, the park, big park there on uh, Silver Lake. It's in a big South park. Everett. It's a, uh, it's a big park over there, you know? Big, big park, yeah. Well, there's multiple parks on Silver Lake, you know. There's the big one and the small one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's why I said the big park. Uh, but yeah, park, there's Thursday, 10 a.m. Check it out. Park expert? I don't know about that. <laughs> park expert Garrett Hunt, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> so that's what we picked out for this week. For more details and get the weekly goodness sent directly to your inbox every Monday, just go to liveinever.com slash subscribe. Well, hello, everyone. Garrett and Tyler here, along with a very special guest, Mr. Rich Hazard, who is the founder and executive director of 17,000 Solutions. Hello, Rich. Welcome. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. You ready to play some five fast favorites? I hope so. Okay. So we're going to ask you five seconds. We'll put 60 seconds on the clock. And if you can answer all five questions in 60 seconds, you just might win a prize. Okay. So uh, Tyler, do you want to run the clock? I will totally run the clock. Hey, Rich, anyone ever told you that you have the best radio voice of anyone who... I don't know. Maybe you are on the radio, but you have a great radio voice. I have never heard those words. I, I they they delight that. me. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. Yeah, first time for everything. Cool. You make us sound good, so thanks. All right, I've got the clock ready to go. Whenever you guys are ready. Okay, here we go, Rich. Where is your favorite place in Everett to tell friends about? The lab. Uh, favorite place in Everett to get outside. The market on Sunday. How about your favorite place in Everett, just hands down? Boy, there's a few of them. Uh, I I like the loft a lot. Okay. Uh, What's your favorite annual event in Everett? Hmm. Well, I like cars. So the cars on Colby. The cars on Colby. Okay, I like it. And what is your favorite hidden gem in Everett? Uh, Tampico has the best salsa in town. Ooh, I don't know ooh. if that's never a heard hit. that one before. I don't know yeah, if that's that, a hidden gem. That's or not. a good answer. Okay, you did okay. it. Forty-five seconds. About. I like that Tampico answer. That is true. You get the red and the green. We call it the Tampico Christmas tree. So, and I just do the red, but uh, yeah. it's a staple. Yeah, Tampico is something else. I'm, I'm, I, I will say there's a lot of different answers to each of those questions. Well, nice work. We got a uh, Live and Everett license plate frame there for you. These are actually new ones we just just had made. It's the second version, a little more spruced up. So, uh, Well, I know just where this is going to go. Thank you. Hopefully you have a car. I, <laughs> actually, I'm in between cars, but I do have a little camper van that oh, this is going to go on. Perfect. Oh. Yeah, I like it. Yep. There you go. Great. Cool. Thank you. Congrats. Good Thank job. you. Hey, do you want to help support Live in Everett? Well, you sure can with a donation to our Patreon. Even a dollar a month helps us deliver stories, videos, and this year podcast about the good things happening in Everett every single week. If you want to know more, head over to patreon.com slash live in Everett to donate today and help support us to keep on trucking. And which, by the way, a couple new patrons we wanted to give a shout out to uh, Joseph Erickson and Lisa Mower, Mower. Sorry, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. But regardless, very thankful for your support for uh, supporting us on Patreon. (laughs) Henry's giving you air horns. We are stoked. We are happy. We are thankful. Thank you so much. Have you guys met Joseph Erickson yet? Not in person. I know know the name because he's running for like Everett City Council or something. Yeah. Yep. Uh, He's running for Scott Bader's uh, spot. 
And him and I went and had beers maybe like a month, two months ago. I just had root beer because I don't drink. But we went to Scuttlebutt Tap Room. And he's a really, really cool guy. Nice. I want to hang out with him some more. Well, he signed up to be a patron, so he must be a really cool guy. I know. Guy. Thanks, Joseph, if you're listening. <laughs> it really does mean a lot. You too, Lita. Just because you're not running for office doesn't mean that you're any less. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yes. Good. You are awesome. Good point. Thanks for hanging out. I'm a monster. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for hanging out on the Live and Ever podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please help others discover it as well by subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leaving a review. If you'd like to drop us a line, you can contact us, podcast at liveandever.com or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. Thanks to Rich Hazard for joining us today. Special thanks to All Our Ralph Army for our theme music. Good things happen in Everett because of you. So thanks so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everybody. This is why we're Everett till the grave.